Well, good afternoon, everyone. It is Writer for God checking in with you. I do pray that you are well today. And um, I wanted to bring an update on a message that I brought you last week, uh, and that was titled, Don't Be Afraid, Be Prepared. And I also want to share with you some confirmations that I got on that message. You know, it turns out, I think I'm just going to play that again this week, and I'm going to ask you to share this as much as you can, because it is obviously needed. You know, people are beginning to panic about this coronavirus, and um you know, these stores, people are making a run on the stores and even Lowe's and Home Depot, places like that are selling out of face masks, hand sanitizers, you know, paper products, water, etc. Not to mention the grocery stores, um, you know, milk, bread and all this kind of stuff. The same things, you know, people uh, use to prepare, you know, when we're having a big storm or something. But like I said, it's all well and good to prepare and we should be. And we should also exercise some wisdom, you know, when we're out traveling or when we're just moving about in our daily lives, whether we're at work or school, you know, or going to a doctor visits or whatever the case may be. You're going shopping, maybe you're going for groceries, you know, after work or something. Just use a little uh, precaution, you know, a little preparedness, that's all. And um, so, especially if you don't feel well. Um, the number one thing right now you need to do if you don't feel well, of course, is get your doctor, get checked out. After that, if you don't feel well, if at all possible, stay home. If you have to go out for any reason, wear a face mask by all means. I was just in the store again the other day, and I know this is going to gross people out because it grosses me out. Uh, the lady was standing over the avocados, by which I love, by the way. I love avocados. Anyway, um, and this is a store that I go to regularly on a regular basis. And she's coughing and coughing and coughing. And she doesn't have anything on her mouth. She's not even putting her hands over, you know, trying to stop the cough or anything. And... And then she's just picking through the avocados, picking them up, looking at them, you know, picking up the tomatoes. And that's why it is so vitally important, people, that you wash your fruits and vegetables and your food as much as possible when you get home from the grocers. Um, if you want to know how to do that, um, a good way to sanitize them is take you a little bit of white vinegar and some water and just put that in there. Put your fruits and vegetables in the basin and let them sit for a few minutes, you know, five to ten minutes, and then wash them off real good, rinse them, and then refrigerate them. But anyway, let me get back to this because I'm getting way off the subject. <laughs> but anyway, you know, just use a little, um, a little precaution. And if you are not feeling well, by all means, please just use some common courtesy. You know, it's just common courtesy that if you're coughing and you don't feel good, by all means, don't be spreading germs to everybody else, handling everything. Just wear a face mask, number one, okay? <laughs> so, you know, we as the people of God, we should know that things like this coronavirus and these things are coming upon the earth, right? And a lot of them are already here. And so we know that we don't need to fear, but we do need to what? Be prepared. We need to be ready. And we should already uh, know that these things are coming upon the earth because, like I stated, this isn't the first nor the last thing that we are going to be dealing with before Yeshua returns, beloved. Things are going to get 
bad, okay? Um, we know this because the Bible tells us so. The Bible lets us know what is coming upon the earth. And I know, I know what most of you has always been taught. You know, we're going to fly out of here. We're going to, you know, be out of here uh, before all this happens, you know. Um, but all we need to do is just simply read the word of God. So, um, I brought this message back on Wednesday, last Wednesday, and I believe it was Thursday night that the president, President um, Trump, brought a speech to the nation on this coronavirus, and I was sitting there listening to it, and as he stated some of the same things that I did in this message on Wednesday, um, number one thing was don't panic, be prepared, you know, just as he is preparing the nation for this virus, and not that, you know, we, we need to panic about it, um, but we do need to be prepared, and he is absolutely right about that. Also, last night I came across a man in Israel who was talking about the coronavirus, and he just simply asked God, do you have anything to say about it? And God simply said to him, be prepared. And he went on to say, don't panic, don't be afraid, but be prepared, because what? We know that these things are coming upon the earth. Well, it just goes to show you, like I've stated many times before, that God always confirms his word many times over. Amen. And so I'm just thanking him today for that confirmation uh, of his word through uh, different people. You know, I will, um, after you've listened to this message, I'm going to play it again. And after you listen to this message that I did last week, won't you do me a big favor and share it as much as possible so that others know that they don't have to be afraid, you know, um, they don't have to fear, we just have to be prepared, right? Also, if you would, click on the little message button there and send me a quick message and let me know if God's shown you something about this coronavirus as well. Or, you know, what are you doing to prepare yourself and your family so that we can, you know, keep each other encouraged, encouraged, keep each other lifted up? You know, we are all in this thing together. We're all on this planet. So we have to stick together and pray for one another. And I'm not talking about the world and the church. I'm talking about the believers have to stick together. Um, the world is going to do what the world is going to do. You know, yes, we are to pray for them. But, um, you know, as believers... You know, we have to stick together and um, keep one another lifted up and encouraged. And so I'm going to also put the link on here to President Trump's speech on the coronavirus, just in case you didn't get to listen to it or you missed it. And also the man in Israel that I was listening to, in case you want to check that out as well. And uh, just for confirmations on some of the same things we've been talking about here on this podcast. And so I do um, pray that you're well today. Uh, take care of yourself. And by all means, until next time, many blessings to you, and shalom. Well, good afternoon. Blessings, everyone. It is Writer for God checking in. I do pray that you are well and that you are warm and dry wherever you are. I seen this morning that we are in for another big winter storm coming up, so I do hope that you are preparing as much as you can uh, for that as well. I know we have storms and stuff going on everywhere. You know, the, the world 
is in travail, beloved. And that is what is happening. The earth is travailing, okay? She's preparing for the return of the king. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. It's called, Don't Be Afraid, Be Prepared. And I want to talk to you about that amid all the fears, you know, that's going on today. We have so much going on. And Lord knows, you know, there are plenty of fears to choose from. You know, we surely have no shortage of fear these days, you know, from wars and rumors of wars, we have sicknesses, we have diseases, we have viruses, not to mention the plague of sin that is running rampant in this country today that we live in, you know, everything is polluted, the air we breathe, the water that we drink, the ground that we get our food from, well, excuse me, our GMOs. Our minds, our bodies are polluted from all the widespread pollution. Even our airwaves are polluted with radioactive waves in the name of progress. You know, it's so sad that people are going insane because of this insane world that we live in. And I wish that I could tell you that it's going to get better. But... I would be lying to you. You know, now we have perhaps a pandemic arising in the form of this coronavirus. And only God knows how far this thing is going, you know. And people are starting to panic. But we don't have to panic, beloved. We just need to be prepared. You know, if you have to leave the house with a mask on, then by all means, please do that. You know, don't feel bad for using a mask keep, to keep germs away. I mean, that's what they're for. If you're not well, you're not feeling well, you know, please, by all means, wear a mask and save those around you from getting what you're dealing with or at least do your part. I was just in the store the other day and somebody uh, plainly, clearly sick, coughing and just, you know, disregarding everyone around them, um, no mask on, anything, just out in public, you know, coughing, spreading germs everywhere, um, you know, that's not wise, that's not, you know, that's not being courteous to other people, you know, there are some reasons why people uh, need to wear masks, such as persons who have a, a low immune system, maybe their immune systems have been compromised by you know, maybe they're taking chemo or something has compromised their uh, immune systems and they need to wear a mask. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, this is not the first nor the last of the plagues, sicknesses or diseases that we have had to deal with or are going to have to deal with. So don't be afraid. But, you know, let us not be foolish either. You know, the truth is that God tells us... He told us already that it's going to be this way, didn't he? I mean, he warns us of these things in his word all throughout scripture we see it. He said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. You know, following Adam and Eve's example of rejecting God's instructions, humanity became increasingly hostile. And they were so corrupt that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was so great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continuously. Oh, that's in Genesis chapter 6. 
And because of this, God said that he was sorry that he had created mankind. And he told Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, that is mankind, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Why did he have to do that? Well, he had to eradicate corruption. That is why. You know, God's grieving, he grieved about this. His grieving was not that he was sorry because he made a mistake. Because God doesn't make mistakes, beloved. Uh Uh-uh. He doesn't make mistakes. But because he gave his creation, human creation, the freedom to choose between what was right and wrong, And he was so grieved in his heart to see how far humanity had come, how far they had fallen from what he originally intended. Remember that when Adam and Eve was in the garden, it was perfect. Everything was perfect for man. Until sin entered in to the thought processes of mankind. And then when they acted on that, That's when they got kicked out and everything went, you know, and God had to send, of course, a Savior. So, if we can't see what is happening right before our eyes, then we are truly, truly blind. You know, and most of the church world today acts like they're blind, that they don't even see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? The days of Noah were perilous times, no doubt. Evil was so rampant that God was sorry and no doubt we are living in those times again, beloved. All you got to do is you don't even have to turn your TV on. You can walk out your door. And I mean, if you can't feel this in the spirit realm, something is radically wrong. You know, does this time that's going on around us sound familiar? It should. We've been warned again of this very thing way over in the Newer Testament about the end of the age. We see in the second Timothy chapter three, the apostle Paul, and he is warning. He says, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead as the end approaches. That is the end of the age. People are going to be self-absorbed, money hungry, self-promoting, stuck up, profane, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, dog eat dog, unbending, slanderers, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated windbags, addicted to lust, and allergic to God. Whew, if that doesn't sound like today, I don't know what does. And then he goes on to say, they will make a show of religion, but behind the scenes they are animals. His warning, stay clear of these people. In other words, don't associate with them. If you know that's how they are, stay away from them. You know, how are we to prepare then when we know that something is impending? You know, well, I believe that God has given us instructions for all things if we will just take the time to look at his word. And all we have to do really is just look at history. Um, Remember Joseph, how he was rejected and, and thought to be killed by his very own brothers? And then we see how God took him from that pit to the palace and how God even used the cold and callousness of his own brothers against another human being. 
their brother that was being perpetrated upon Joseph. He used that. God used that to catapult Joseph to a position of power. So don't tell me my God's not in control. Okay. Not so Joseph could boast. No, no way. Far from it. Joseph was deeply wounded by this betrayal because we see this at his reaction at the first time that he's seen his brothers who had left him for dead. Yet God, in his infinite wisdom and mercy, had made a place of importance for Joseph, so much so that Joseph would become a savior in essence, so much so that he would feed the very ones who wanted him dead. We read this account of the coming famine in Genesis chapter 41. And then we see how Joseph takes over and implements the plan of salvation by feeding not only Egypt, but Israel and surrounding countries as well. And this is in Genesis 47. Remember that, you know, this was a wor worldwide famine. How awesome is our God? And how do we live in a world like this without being totally afraid you know, for every second of our lives. You know, we must trust God, beloved, and believe that He still has a plan just as He always has. You know, He has never failed and He never will. I do believe that we should be wise and use wisdom to prepare for what is coming upon the earth, you know, we must prepare spiritually and sometimes we must prepare physically as well. You know, what if Joseph had not been obedient to prepare for the coming famine? Just think about that for a moment. What if he would have just wrote it off as a bad nightmare? Oh, no worries, right? Well, think just for a moment of the ramifications of that had Joseph not prepared. All of mankind would have starved to death since the famine was worldwide. So, likewise, if you know you may need some food or some water or wear a mask on your face, then by all means, go ahead. Get some food. Get some water. Get some supplies together. It's as simple as that. You know, we don't have to panic, and we shouldn't panic, but we should prepare. You know, has God placed a warning in your spirit, man? Um, has he told you something to do to prepare? You know, he has told me that um, quite a few years back, even while I was writing Arise, Sleeping Giant, Your Slumber is Over, the first book, and you can read some of that in there, of the things that God showed me that was coming. And he gave me some checks in my spirit about things to prepare for, you know. And so I'm sure if he's given you something to um, prepare or something to do, then my advice to you is to get on with it and let's get it done. You know, stop procrastinating. We don't have to fear. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. But just know and be as prepared as we can. And then we let what? 
God be God and we let him do the rest. We do not have to live in fear, but we do not want to be foolish either. So if God tells you to do something, by all means, do it. I want to leave you today with this positive thought in the form of a question. And that is, did you know that God's wrath is laid up for the wicked, not the just? Hmm. How amazing is our God, beloved? You know, I'm going to bring that subject, I'm going to bring that topic to you as well very soon. So be looking for it. You don't want to miss it on God's wrath is laid up for the wicked, not the just. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to call it yet, but that's going to be, you know, what it's going to be about. And you don't want to miss it. So I do hope that this has helped you to understand some things that we don't have to panic. But if God tells you to prepare for something, then just simply do it. And don't, you know, don't feel bad um, about it. Because, you know, if God gives us a warning about something, it's for a purpose, right? And we need to pay attention to it. And so I do hope that uh, you are well today. I hope this has helped you in some little way or another to get some clarification on a few things. And by all means, get the book, Arise, Sleeping Giant, Your Slumber is Over. It is an on-time message uh, for the church today. Um, we are living, no doubt, in perilous times. And there are things that we must prepare for, spiritually and physically, as much as possible. So, um, if you have any comments and or questions, by all means, email me at any time. You can also click on the message box right there on this podcast. And send me a quick message. Just remember it has to be one minute or less. And then I will certainly answer you just as soon as possible. So, until next time, beloved, many blessings to you. And shalom.